Hi, Kyra. Thank you so much for joining us on Black Ink Cinema podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, it's so nice to have you on. Before we get into your amazing film choice, just want to get to know you a little bit better. So what drew you into comedy and stand-up? So to be honest, I've always loved stand-up. Um, from when I was a child, I've always... Eddie Murphy, I used to really love Lee Evans. I remember I used to watch him with my mum all the time. <laughs> my sister loved him. <laughs> I, I, used, I honestly think I was in love with him. I think <laughs> I get my, like the way, I, how animated I am on stage. I think I, I think a lot of it actually comes from watching him for all those years. Um, <laughs> but I've always just loved it. I've admired it. Um, I've loved, I love how confident they are on stage. I love how free they are. Mm. But until uni, it was never something that I'd ever considered that I'd be able to do. Yeah. Um, and obviously when I got the opportunity to do it in uni, because I did a module in it um, for my course, and mm-hmm. um, my lecturer was just like, yeah, man, you, this comes so naturally to you. Like, you just feel, you look so comfortable on stage. You look so happy on stage. You should definitely do it professionally. I was like, it's, why not, man? You know, you only live once, man. Why not? Let's go. Oh, the rest amazing. is history. That is Thank amazing. You. So I know you mentioned Lee Evans and Eddie Murphy. Are there any other comedians that inspired you to um, pick up the mic? Yes, actually. Uh, so Bernie Mac is one of my, uh, God rest his soul, um, he was one mm. of my favourite comedians growing up. Um, Kevin Hart, I feel like the barriers that Kevin Hart has broken, uh, no matter what opinions people might have of him, I feel like he has shown how far you can take stand-up comedy and how far your career can really take you. So I, I admire him so much. And mm. um, I really like Michael McIntyre as well. He's another <laughs> animated comedian that just, I just feel like he's so free on stage. I just love it. I love it. Yeah, there's, there's so many more, but those yeah. are the main ones, yeah. No, that, those are great ones. Um, I was um, preying your Instagram and I see you expressing a little bit of your frustration with people who are obsessed with star signs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to just talk us through that a little so bit? So, like, I, I do believe that, I do believe in astrology to a sense. Like, I 100% believe that your star sign can affect your personality in some way like I do believe that certain people tend to have certain personality types 100% but there are so many people that will blame bad character traits <laughs> on their star sign like yeah oh yeah oh yeah I, I, I slapped my sister that was so Gemini <laughs> of me like do you know what I mean I was, my the moon was in rising like, that's totally the reason why I did fault. that I'm a Virgo like do you know what I mean like, yeah no yeah. you're just you're just a bad person do you know what I mean? like, you're just you you're just have a dick that is you just, make bad choices be, yeah 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 that's 100% why that's feel like people lack accountability it stresses me yes. out so it's much. like I do get it. There are some people you're like, oh, that was very Leo-esque or that was very, you know, Pisces. Yeah. Then there are some people that like, it's not my fault. It's it's my star sign. It's like... No, literally. Like, when on. some people are like, oh, sorry, what star sign are you? Yeah, I don't think we're going to get along. Before, <laughs> you know, we're just, just like, what are you talking about? And the thing is, if that's the case, then no one really should be talking because... Yeah, it just depends, you know? It depends we should on... all just be in tribes. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like... The, it, the logic is so flawed. Let's just take Divergent, the film, and live it because that's what everyone's on right now. Exactly. So that's honestly my frustration with those type of people. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Um, you. Also, I saw a fun game that you play with some of your friends called Say It or Shot It. Yes, yes. And I wanted to have one man because that's all I can, I don't know if my chest can take 
more than one round of that game. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't think I can take it either. Yeah. <laughs> so you can ask me a question and I'll ask you a question. Shall I go first? Mm. And then you Yes, please. Okay. Um I might just go in there with a with a bomb. Okay. What is the worst dick pic you've ever received? Because I'm gonna oh. assume you have. I have. Mm-hmm. Sadly. It was a random one, like I honestly think this was years ago as well. I think it was even before I started uni. Like oh, I'm wow. sure I was in like sixth form. Yeah. And cool. it was like this random guy who asked for my number. And back then I was really scared to say no because men are mad. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Are. I you I honestly used to just give my number to people and I would block them when I got home. <laughs> I was literally just this guy. I gave him my number. Before I got home, his penis was on my phone. <laughs> said yeah yeah this cycle of madness that you're all you're all experiencing is not for me never Can again I, just I can't my, my issue with that is like just the image without context as well it's like no hello <laughs> just penis like and i was i was like what 17 years old what and he was a big man like it wasn't I a mean, teenager borderline pedophilia right there like just it, it's uh, not even borderline his foot mm. his foot was just over the legality <laughs> of the situation like he was he was a yeah no that was probably the worst the worst one i've had okay that was absolutely revolting right just, let me think of think of one for you what has your worst sexual experience been oh oh mm-mm, mm-mm. Not, yeah mm-mm. take a shot, <laughs> take a shot. <laughs> my family watch mm-mm. you see this is what I'm saying. When people ask me questions, I'm like, my mama ain't gonna watch this. So, oh my God. this is vinegar, by the way. Um, that's really gross. My chest. <laughs> it's actually disgusting. Yeah, no, when we did really it, it was, we regretted it instantly. So, um, no idea yeah. we're doing it again. No, no, that is a one-time thing. But thank yeah. you <laughs> for playing along with me. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Oh God, we'll share that story off off camera. Um, yes. The world yes, I'm actually very interested. Yeah. there's a few the world don't need to know all of them <laughs> we'll keep it private we'll keep it private um so what other projects are you working on at the moment and where can people watch you uh, perform um so i have obviously my instagram i post weekly videos weekly message of the weeks you know mm-hmm. just trying to say what everyone else is thinking of course um also i have a few youtube videos on the way um have a few collaborations in the way as well so look out for those mm-hmm. Um, you guys can catch me on my Instagram, which is at it's Kyra Gray. Um, that's K-Y-R-A-H-G-R-A-Y. Yep. And um, my YouTube is Kai TV. So, yeah, we have a lot of exciting things happening. So as, as long as Boris is in there, dickhead, we're all right. He's, we're he's all right. riding that dickhead train to I, to I cannot stand that man. I was like, I clearly need to pick up some snipering skills. I just, I don't understand. As bad as it is to say, and the government's probably watching me, <laughs> why has is, why is no one attempted to assassinate him yet? Like, I'm, I don't wish death on anyone, I swear to God. I am a child of God. I, Christ is in my life. And I, I'm just confused as to why no one has attempted. I'm laughing because I've legit asked the same question. And I know they're listening. And, then, and I know they're like, that one, we've got to watch out for her because she's... 100%. Um, but seriously, guys, there's a lot of people that are getting taken out and you're missing the main target. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I'm just saying. There are some very talented assassinators out there. <laughs> yeah? There are some very talented kidnappers out there. And you're putting your energy into the wrong people, I'll be honest. 
Boris is there, unbrushed <laughs> hair, just waiting, <laughs> and you're here targeting innocent people. Come on, man. Oh, God, I think it was just me. energy. No, it's not just you. Page. We're on the same I page. swear to you. I hate. I <laughs> uh, let me not say hate. Hate is a strong word. I do not like that man. We we dislike him a lot. Yes. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> But um, we're here to celebrate all things black cinema and you chose a film with the legend himself, Denzel Washington, Equalizer. Why did you pick Equalizer? And for those people who haven't watched it, tell us a little bit about it. Oh, so Equalizer is featuring the one and only Denzel Washington, who is my favourite actor in the world, my top three favourite actors. Um, he's just so amazing. And I feel like any character that he plays, he just draws you in. And with Equalizer, I feel like because it's quite recent, mm. you know, when actors start from young and the older they get, some people feel like, you know, they don't necessarily have that je ne sais quoi that they used to have. Ah, <laughs> oh, Mr. Denzel, he will never lose it. Uh, mm. He just played it so well. His mannerisms that people like to make fun of, I just feel like it's so unique to him. Yeah. And he's able to just dive into each character so well that you forget that it's not him. Like, he genuinely is someone that was born to do exactly what he's doing. Um, yeah. So Equalizer is basically about this guy. He's, he's, some, he's an assassin. Only, I don't even know what to call him. He was a <laughs> he trained killer. But yeah, yeah, he takes out the bad guys mm. and he times himself whilst he does it. And he tries to beat that target each time. Very punctual, love that. Yeah, no, but I appreciate it, you know, because yeah. we're all we're all about leveling up. So you know, he's trying to <laughs> yeah. he's trying to beat the last one. You know what I mean? Get better and better as it goes along. Yeah, like that. That took ten seconds. You know, mm. last time it took nine. We're gonna have to, <laughs> you know, fix something there. But um, yeah, basically, he meets a young girl who um, she's being, she's she's a prostitute, but she's being like. I would say she's being sex trafficked. She's yes. part of a group of young Russian women mm. who are being sex trafficked. Um, and she gets beaten up by her pimp, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's someone that, who he has met in a cafe and he meets her in the cafe every evening. Mm. They share a nice conversation. You know, they bond. Mm. It's a nice little kind of father-daughter kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he basically, he witnesses her get slapped by this guy. Mm. And I think that's when the alarm bell started ringing. Um, and then he gets told that she's in hospital because uh, mm. she got beaten up really bad. And from that moment, he was like, yeah, okay. It's on. It's on. Let's see. <laughs> and he, he takes down a whole cartel. Yes. One by one. He just kills everyone. I do, just, I do love that about him. And I love that relationship between him and um, Elena. Yeah, um, it's quite sweet because although she's in this like super sexual career, their relationship is very platonic. Yes, mm. I think that's what I love so much about it. It wasn't a romantic story, you know. Mm. It wasn't about a guy who fell in love with a prostitute and he drew her out of that world. You know? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. The stereotypical thing that you kind of expect it to be it was just mm. someone who saw someone being mistreated and wanted to do the right thing, you know. Yeah. And the only way. He knew how to do the right thing was to kill everybody around him. You know, the game's the I'm, game, man. You've got to charge it to the game. <laughs> I'm here for that. Honestly. It was um, an 80s TV series of The Equalizer. Did you ever go back and then watch that? Because I was. Do you know what? I haven't. Like, I, of course, I knew that the Denzel wasn't the original, but yeah. I never went back to watch the old one. Mm. Just because I got scared. Like, when I watch <laughs> a version of something, I don't like to watch the old or the newer version. 
Oh, okay. They're coming out with another one with Queen Latifah, and I don't know if I want to watch that. <sighs> See, I, I, I don't know if I want to watch that either, just because I feel like it's just not going to be... It's not Denzel. It's not Denzel, and it's, I don't feel like it's going to be done well. At all. I have, I have little to no faith in yeah. it. Like, but I'm I love here. Queen. I, I'm exactly. here for her. But... I don't know, man. I'm here. For, I'm all here for supporting black women in it, honestly. I'll, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm here for mediocrity as well, you know? Black people are allowed to do mediocrity. Not everyday so excellence. It's not... not so, we're tired, you not know? Everyday. Sometimes mediocre. So I'm here for it. <laughs> Queen Latifah is another one of... I, I love her. She's one of my favourite artists as well, in general. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like once someone has done the role so well... Yeah. There's no need to recreate it because you're doing the next actor and injustice because yes. everyone's going to compare it automatically but I think so, it's where Hollywood is a, a out of ideas and they just yep. have to regurgitate the same thing they're like that formula worked let's do that oh let's throw in a woman for good measure yeah I know yeah I know <laughs> and a black woman yeah, yeah let's put a black woman in there really jazz woman. it up you know yeah. let's get everyone excited <laughs> exactly. yeah, I know it's, they're running out of ideas man recreating everything that they can think of is unnecessary yes. it's, yeah no, I don't know if I'm going to watch it I'll be honest we're on the same page there. Um, yeah. What I do love, I love Denzel in this. I love the fact that he's got that like uncle, dad bod vibe going on. Mm -hmm. um, he's there for the younger generation. All, all of them mm -hmm. kind of pops and he gives them like advice, don't eat sugar and snack yeah. and be healthy. Um, what was funny for me is like he goes from that to like John Wick meets Sherlock Holmes kind of character. When in I first watched it, I was like, what? Wait a minute! I wasn't expecting this swift movement. Uh, that's honestly what I love about him. Like, I feel like people don't understand the skill it takes in general as an actor to be able to switch something up like that and be able to play. It's almost like he's playing two completely different, believable actors, like two yeah. completely believable characters. So the way that he's able to just switch up and you know exactly when he has that look in his eye, mm. you know what's coming. Yeah, he's. Oh, I just love it, man. He, he's 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 the dad everyone wants. Me oh. too. I want my dad to kill people that upset <laughs> you know, one hundred percent. And what I love the fact he was nearly sixty when he did mm -hmm. this film, and mm -hmm. he was doing all these action sequences. How do you think that he carried those? With the will of God and <laughs> clearly a very good diet and a, probably a very good trainer. Yes, I assume yeah. some stunt doubles too because mm. some of the things he, oh, he's just oh I love him so much but I do think because it wasn't necessarily like it wasn't John Wick level in terms of the the acrobats yeah yeah, know, yeah. The, and it wasn't the, yeah it wasn't a cartwheel it wasn't Jackie Chan and Rush Hour climbing up buildings kind of vibe yeah it was very simple like smart like I'm mature I've been doing this I'm smarter than you yeah. I will win this fight kind of vibe. And that's why yeah. that's why I feel like he carried it so well. Because if it was if it was him playing John Wick, I don't think it would be as believable. Do you know what I mean? Like, I no, feel like yeah. yeah, he carried the character so well. Mm. And which leads me on to um he's partnered up with Antoine Fakwa from Training Day, um, and they've worked together on other films. Do you think it was intentional for them to show the kind of calculations of what he was doing? before he executed it yes mm. i do actually because i feel like it was important in the film because if you watch the film you can see that he always kind of brings things back to his wife mm. and the fact that he knew 
that his wife wouldn't want him to do this. Mm. But it's something that he needed to do because he felt like it was right. Yeah. And it's almost like you can't, as much as you try to do things for other people, something that is in you, like something that makes you feel alive, mm. like it's a part of you. Mm. I feel like that's not something that you can get rid of, you know? Like, I feel like it's just a reflection of everyday life. Like when people try to change for other people around them, but they're never actually fulfilled or happy, you know? And I yeah. feel like showing him kind of making that calculation before he killed people, you know? Yeah. It showed the humanity inside of him, the fact that he was, he was second-guessing, like, do I need to do this? And he always gave them a chance. Yeah. It's not like he just killed people senselessly. Yeah, and he told he them. gave them the opportunity to run, you know? But you lot thought you were bad. <laughs> so he has to you show know? It's not his fault at all. So with those um, Sherlock Holmes kind of skills of calculating the situation, have you ever had a moment in your life where that skill would have been handy? Hmm. Definitely getting, getting beans when I was younger. <laughs> so, yeah, those calculations. You and I both. Yeah. yeah no, if, I could, if I just sat there and I calculated where she was going to put the belt and I could catch <laughs> it you know and then I could run far enough where she wouldn't catch me but she'd get tired yes you know yes those kind of calculations would have helped a lot probably feel, at I some point like when they um they started getting tired they got more angry as yeah because like, they're angry at you is it it's my like, fault that your cardiovascular system is weak <laughs> you know, you it's just ridiculous a whole workout and you're doing it to yourself like no one's asking you for this abuse no one asked you to do this you could have just shouted at me and took my phone you wanted to do exercise. So Sounds like a personal <laughs> problem. Exactly. That's a you problem. 100%. <laughs> um, also, in your acts, you talk a lot about men losing their hair and baldness yeah. and yeah. so forth. Um, in this film, Denzel's rocking the bold look, which usually mm -hmm. he's rocking his waves and or forehead of hair. Um, do you think he pulled it off? 100%. I'll be honest, man. Once I love you, I don't care what you've done. I will support absolutely everything. And luckily, he has one of those head shapes where he can be bald. He can get away uh, with it. Yeah. 100%. And because he was so attractive when he was younger, mm. I will allow absolutely anything to happen. Yeah, You're getting older. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's I'm different. I'm talking about the younger men. The younger <laughs> men. That's where the issue lies. Oh, God. Um, in the film, he talks about when he's um, coaching the young guy who wants to become a security guard, he's mm -hmm. coaching him and he uses a quote, uh, progress, not perfection. Is that a philosophy that you live by or that you could relate to? It's definitely something that I'm learning um, as my career is progressing mm. um, because I'm very much, I'm a very anxious person. Um, and especially when I'm posting on social media, the reason it's taken me so long to become consistent on social media is because I couldn't post anything unless I knew it was 10 out of 10 funny. Like mm. I wouldn't, I just wouldn't allow myself. Mm. And it's only through speaking to other content creators and um, speaking to my managers and stuff. And they're like, consistency is the most important thing. Honestly, like you can't, you can't put that much pressure on yourself for everything that you put out to the world to be mm. perfect because it's never going to happen. Um, so me progressing and me gaining that confidence and me gaining more exposure as well, just through being consistent. It's just showing that, you know, mm. the, the journey is kind of 
the most important thing and it's not necessarily the destination yeah. um and I feel like yeah it's definitely something that I've, I'm living by now yeah and older. you'll get more confidence the more you put stuff out and exactly yeah. stuff out there and it is difficult trust me I'm I'm the same I'm like anyone who knows me I'm not that it's I like to keep my private life private and 100% like even down to my opinion so it's quite hard for me to put myself out there so um because I'm a bit of a people pleaser yeah oh I don't like upsetting people but (laughs) but then I can't help myself and speak my truth (laughs) so it's a really difficult boat to be in yeah it's a difficult one so it's just like it is what it is you know we're all individuals so if people don't like it they don't that's I think that's just another lesson that, that we need to learn because you know I'm a, I'm the biggest people pleaser you'll ever meet in your life. I swear mm. to you, I will I will put myself at a disadvantage just to make someone happy. And mm. I, I it's just because I don't want them to be angry at me. Or in my head, I'm like, I don't want them to be upset with me. Yes. Um, but honestly, you're always going to meet someone that doesn't like you for absolutely no reason. You're always going to meet someone that will judge you before mm. they get the chance to meet you. And you can't let those people affect your progress or your journey, man. They're always going to be there yeah and you know what i'm going to give you some advice that might save you like a few years in therapy mm-hmm. like <laughs> um i think what i've learned anyway is to piss people off early or say no yeah. early, and then you get to see people's real characters yeah and then depending on how they react is whether you can be that like overly giving person instead of just being self-sacrificing and it being wasted on people because yeah. i learned that yeah. the hard way you know, yeah, no, so that would be my so only advice to save yourself a lot of drama, heartache, exhaust, exhaustion. Um, yeah. No, thank you. I actually need that. <laughs> I'm learning that now. I've, it's so bad, especially mm. as like through where where the shows are starting to come in a lot more as well. You know, a lot more people will ask for favors, and mm. I'll just do it. Honestly, I'll just do it. I don't care. I'll just do it because I want to make everyone happy. So definitely. I need to learn to start saying no. My homework for you, just say no randomly. Just, just say test no. It yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's actually quite empowering saying no. Yeah. Have you paid for this train ticket? No. No. <laughs> I mean, not that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't encourage that. <laughs> details, details. You know okay. what I mean? <laughs> um, in the film, Denzel, um, he wanted to give his character a bit of OCD. So you see him fixing... Mm the cutlery his watch and um, which does act add to who his character is is there anything in life that you're a bit obsessive about or you have an obsession with probably my room and my skincare mm. to be very honest with you um you've got amazing skin so oh thank you so pain much it's pain off oh, thank you gorgeous um my skin has had its moments my skin i have really sensitive skin so honestly the smallest thing and the downhill slope i'm absolutely finished so I'm very, very, very particular about my skin, my skincare routine, day and night. Yeah. You know, the bed sheets, the towels, don't touch my face. Yes. You know? Yes. Wiping phones at work before I don't touch mm-hmm. anything. My skin's sensitive like that as well. Like uh, Yeah, it's it's a blessing and a curse, to be very it honest. Is. It is. Um and also my room, because I know when my room's messy, it's a reflection of my mental state. Pretty um yeah, so I make sure that my room is is tidy because at least I know that at that point, you know, I'm okay enough to clean my room. Mm. So I know that I'm in a good place. So those are the two things that I'd probably say I'm the most like particular about in my yeah. life. 
And in the film, he's working his way through 100 books. Are you yep. a big reader? Is there a particular book you're reading at the moment? You know what? I, when I was younger, mm -hmm. I used to read a book a day. I genuinely was a book worm. My mum used to buy me books for my birthday and Christmas because that's all I used to ask for. Aww. As soon as I got my Blackberry, I was <laughs> I was finished. Look Social media there. ruined me, honestly. <laughs> um, but I tried to start getting back into it and I read The Girl on the Train. Mm. Um, and I read, oh, what was it called? My Sister the Serial Killer. Oh, okay, I've heard of that. Is it good? Yeah, it's a Nigerian book. I and mean, it was sick, but it was short. Oh, and I was okay. getting upset how short it was. But it was good because it left me wanting more. So, yeah, I defo highly recommend that book. Both of those books, actually. Mm. Defo. Amazing. No, do so. <laughs> um, this is the first time Denzel's done a sequel. How do mm. you think the sequel compared to the first one? To be very honest, anything that came after that first film was setting itself up for failure. Mm. Um, and that's simply because I have watched that film so many times. I watch it once a month. Without fail, and once I watch it, I'll watch it throughout that week. Mm. I'm very, I'm a, I'm a repeater. Yeah, like I don't like watching new things. So I think because I know that film like the back of my hand, anything that came after that, it was always going to be below it. So it yeah. was a good film. I enjoyed it. I did, but I didn't enjoy it as much as the first one. Yeah. No, I I'm the same. I. I'm a bit fussy when it comes to sequels because it's like, oh, especially when it's something like this, like the first one's always the best because you don't know what to expect. You don't know exactly. what's coming. I think I watched um, A Quiet Place 2 and Ooh. I was a little bit disappointed because it just, it didn't hit the same way the first one did. Like the first one I think was brilliant and it just didn't come with the same. I like, you know what to expect. and Exactly. Like, once you know the you. plot, mm. you, know, you know what kind of character he is. You know, once you meet the kid, like, you know, that's going to be the kid that he clings to, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, exactly. It was exactly what you said. That you knew, you knew what to expect. Yeah. It was a really, it was a good film, 100%. And it yeah. was a good little plot twist. I got really sad when the woman died. Really, really sad. Yes. Yeah, that was um, out of order. Like, this guy just added Disrespectful. Just so rude. For no reason. <laughs> it's like, you didn't need to. You got your information. Like, why are you killing her? She genuinely didn't need to die. Like, I hate unnecessary death like that. <laughs> yes. but yeah, it happened. But yeah. yeah, it's definitely the first one over the second one. Mm. I think it's just adding to the that character being just so evil and just being mean. Um, yeah. And I'm like you. I like to watch old stuff because I think there's a, a sense of comfort and yeah you know what's coming but it just gives you like a nice feeling so there's so many things that i've just watched over and over again but do you know what i i was actually questioning why i do that because my friends always get at me because <laughs> i swear to you every night to go to bed i watch the same four episodes of rick and morty okay. every single night mm -hmm. and then i can probably say it word for word <laughs> in, in avengers infinity war and endgame i could tell you it word for word yeah. But I I looked it up and it's a lot of people that suffer with anxiety tend to do that because as you said, it brings comfort. You know what's coming, you know, there's nothing that's getting you a bit pent up. That's really um, interesting. I didn't even I have a, a particular routine as well. Before, yeah. Like there's things it can't be too interesting and it can't be too new because then it'll keep me up. So it has to exactly. be like an old something or an old series or whatever it is that I'm familiar with, but I still want to watch it anyway now yeah. I why i do that thank you no it's what you're welcome i'm telling you once i realized that i was like 
Yeah, because now you shouldn't be making fun of me because <laughs> you know there's a reason why. Exactly. Yeah, it's Agreed. comfort. Yeah, exactly. definitely. Definitely uh, comfort. <clears throat> is there any other films that you've watched with Denzel in it that you feel that he could have done a sequel to or that you would have liked to see a sequel to? I don't think so, you know. Mm. I'm not really a sequel person. Like, unless it's Marvel. I am very much like you've done an amazing film. Let go. That mm. yeah, leave me with it. And I feel like every single film that he's done, they've been very like conclusive. Yes. Um, this is this is the beginning. This is the end. Nothing else needs to happen after that. You've <laughs> given me what I needed. Like, yeah. This is the present that you gave me, and I'm I'm content with it. Yeah. So I honestly don't think there was any film that I've watched of his where I've like been wanting more. You gave yeah. me everything that I needed every single time. Mm. I'm the same. I'm completely the same. Um, so I'm just going to do a little quick fire round with you. All films of Denzel Washington. So Denzel's sexiest film. Training Day. Oh, he was pretty hot in Training Day. I was ready to risk <laughs> my life for Denzel in Training Day. What did it? Um, was it, the, was it the, the box, the, the silver chain, the waves? Because the waves were, were doing the most. It was everything, you know, and I've realised I have a little thing for aggression. Whether that's healthy or not, I'm not quite sure. But in that film, the fact that he was kind of bad, but also kind of, you know, it was a bit yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also because we hadn't seen Denzel play kind of like a mean character like that. So it was a bit like, oh, hello, who's this? Yeah, exactly. Who's this, Denzel? This Being a bit naughty, you know, <laughs> and we were a bit hot. Stop Dangerous, it. Denzel. Right. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, no, he was sensational. Mm. Oh, oh. Okay. I think um, also another one is Hurricane. I don't know if you've seen that, where he's a boxer. He's a boxer? Mm, he's, it's based on a true story. He is extremely fine in that film. And I was like... Really, write that down. Right, write down, hun. Write down. Write that down. Mm. Hurricane. Enjoy that one later. <laughs> no, 100%. Denzel's yeah. most heartbreaking film. John Q. My goodness. Oh, yes. My goodness me. The tears that fell out of my eyes. I'm still and I'm not even today. a crier. Still- yeah, no, I don't blame you. Sometimes mm-hmm. I have a random thought and I'm like, damn. <laughs> that's some sad stuff. Another right one another one that broke me was Man on Fire. Oh, do you know what? I've watched it. I remember it being sad, but I can't remember the plot. Oh, the end. He basically sacrifices himself for the little girl. Oh. It just, I was, I, I was, I, I can't watch that film without bawling at the end. I just feel like, it's him in real yeah. life. I feel like he would sacrifice himself for me. One hundred percent. Yeah. And I think that's why I feel so emotionally connected to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, Denzel's scariest, where he's been the most like menacing and scary. You know what? Maybe fences. Oh, that's an interesting. Yeah. One. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was bad vibes. I don't know I don't know that this new personality you're trying yeah. to get but we're not I, I'm not feeling this one no um, yeah no but it was a good film like yeah. I enjoyed the film but he was definitely mean mm. in that one 100%. I agree yeah I was I felt Viola's tears like I was like this oh. guy has put her through hell you brought the tears and the snot do you know how sad <laughs> you have to be but snot and tears to be running down that your eyes tears from the chest like you know when it's yeah, yeah I, I felt that 
I felt that. <laughs> that <laughs> it's one. not even making yeah. sense anymore. You can't even. Right? You're just. You can't yeah. say anything. That's when you get beaten with the buckle of the belt. <laughs> That's the type of tears that come out at that point. Yeah, one hundred percent. When you cry yourself to sleep, those ones. Yep. Yeah. And then they say, "Do you want me to give you something to cry for?" Why do they say that? It's like you, you know, yeah. beaten me. Yeah. So I'm crying because I'm in pain, and you're. Yeah, I don't know. None of them had therapy. Clearly, that's, <laughs> that's the only thing I'm getting. I'm still talking from this. That. You know, that's literally it. Um, I would say also in um, American Gangster, I think he was oh. pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary in that, and I was like, oh. okay, Denzel. I love his range, mm. and I feel like that's one of that's one of the things that I appreciate so much about him. I feel like he can do anything. Yeah, for like sure. He's a superhero, hundred percent. And leading on to best oscar nominated denzel there's quite a few i mean he should have won more than two oscars as far as i'm concerned but i might be biased no you're absolutely correct <laughs> but from when when did leonardo dicaprio win he's won one now right yeah 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 from when leonardo dicaprio has only won one oscar yeah yeah there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's nothing that i need to listen to anymore <laughs> that doesn't make sense yeah for sure no i agree i yeah, the the white privilege clearly skipped over him. I don't know. It How? Just... <laughs> like, that's what gets me so sad. Because he should have at least, at least I would say at least four. He's done minimum. so many. Yeah, at least four. Minimum. Mm. I'm a Inception, big Wolf of Wall Street. I don't Catch know if you want to offer I don't think he did. Catch Me If You Can as well is a good one with Tom Hanks. Like Catch Me If You Can. So good in that. Have you watched Shutter Island? I've, I've seen them all. I've seen, he was brilliant in that. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on this. I, I don't know. But yeah, um, Oscar worthy Denzel, John mm -hmm. Q again. Yeah, he, could, he should have won one for that as well. I don't know how he didn't. That film, as I said, I'm not a crier. And I've only cried at like three films in yeah. my life. And that was one of them. What's the other two? You don't mind me so, um, straight out of Compton when Easy E died, my goodness, the, I cry every single time. Like, it's a consistent cry, even though I know he's not alive. Yeah. I very much know what happened, but you know what's yeah, yeah, it just it made me sad. And the other one is um, My Sister's Keeper. Mm, yeah, I've only ever watched that once because I can only deal with so much trauma. Like, when something yeah. touches me like that, like my soul, um, yeah. And I lost my best friend to cancer. So I was oh, like, no, I'm so this, no, it's all right, darling. This is yeah. too, too close to home. Uh, yeah, no. Thank you for your performance. I'll keep Yeah, it exactly. So. I appreciate what you've done, but mm. let's go. Yeah, yeah no. no. Those are the only three films that I've drawn tears from my You know eyes. what? I think Straight Up Compton is so underrated because I genuinely love that film. Like, I think it's one of the best biopic hood yep. movies whatever you yep. want to call it all of the above i think it was brilliantly made like it was so the casting mm. yeah the depiction of every single one of the characters it was flawless yeah like that i i couldn't have picked a better cast yes at yeah. all there was no everything i oh, could do i wish you'd sort that person with this person or that performance wasn't great everything was 10 out of 10 for me I'd 10 out of 10 mm. It was uh, it was exquisite, man. It, yeah, no. Whenever I'm having like a day where I feel like I, I deserve enjoyment, mm. straight out of Compton is the film that I put on. Yeah, hundred percent. No, for sure. And do you know, what? tell a lie. I did cry at the end of Endgame. 
um, Avengers? I think everybody. Sorry for life. I mean, yeah. I'm very sure I probably cried at the end of most <laughs> most of them. I was like, this is, "Why are you guys doing this to me? Like, why is it so? It's supposed to be a fun film. You guys are just yeah. killing me right now. I don't understand." No. Yeah, no, that was super emotional. Yeah. Um, another Denzel film that I think, well, actually, it's quite a few that he should have got Oscars for, of course, Malcolm mm -hmm. X. But like I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. Hurricane. Yep. I think he was, when you watch it, you'll see what I mean. But I think he was superb in that. Um, I, don't, again, I don't think, like, I don't even think there's a film that anyone can watch of Denzel and not say, mm. this is Oscar worthy. Yeah. So I believe you. I'm going to, yeah. I'm genuinely going to watch it 100%. Oh um best director denzel so he's done quite a few directorial uh films we've got antoine fisher the great debaters <laughs> fences and of course the episode from Grey's anatomy um you know what i'm gonna say fences simply because fences is fences you know <laughs> so you can't watch fences and tell me that that's just not an absolutely sensational film the great debaters also slipped under the radar i was I only watched it this year and I had no idea it even existed, but it's an absolutely fantastic even... movie. It's, I watched it on um, Amazon Prime. It's on Prime? Yeah, it's on Amazon. And I, I watched it. Like, how, how have I missed this amazing film? I'm going to add it to my list. Sorry, I've made a yeah. list of your suggestions. <laughs> the Great so Debaters. Hurricane and The Great Debaters. Yeah, yes. I'm going to watch it. Definitely recommend. Um, there's Fences, of course, which I yes, thought he brought that story to life in an amazing way. It was real yeah. storytelling told at its best. Um, and he yeah. also directed, <laughs> I don't know if you watch it, Grey's Anatomy, an episode in Grey's Anatomy. Do you know, do you know I was going to bring up Grey's Anatomy we were talking about traumatic things. And I said, you know what, let me not even go there because I don't want to go too much off topic. No. I'm watching Grey's Anatomy right now. Oh, you've just started? I'm on season eight now. Okay. I'm on 17. I mean, I've been watching it from the jump, like as in when it was on Channel 5. Okay. Like that's how long I've been watching Grey's Anatomy. So I'm fully invested. I don't know it's how the most I didn't start watching show it. Ever. I say every time I watch an episode, I message my friend and I say, <laughs> how is Shonda Rhimes not in jail? <laughs> because... I don't understand how she keeps making shows like this, how to get away with murder and Grey's Anatomy. You can't tell me that that woman has not suffered. She yeah. has to be in therapy because you can't make shows like this. Yeah. Yeah. When I watch an episode and somehow I haven't like cried to the point where I've given myself a migraine, I'm yeah. like, okay, that's success. That is, yeah. this is a good episode. Like, you know, but I don't even want to, I think we'll need to it, speak in a few more seasons, hon, because... It gets worse. I thought, not, I mean, if anyone's going to be watching, and it's a spoiler, sorry, you mm -hmm. know, I hope we've all watched it. Uh, but the Shooter episode, I thought, as in my friend, <laughs> so my friend knows that I have really bad anxiety in it, so she was like, I'm going to tell you beforehand. Oh, okay. Like, just the outline of what happened and she had to watch it with me because oh. that's how traumatic the episode was like and i genuinely thought that's as bad as it was gonna get yeah but clearly not so um i don't think i'm prepared um yeah i yeah you definitely need to just want to watch with someone like it's one i watch by myself just because there's not a lot of like the people that i really don't love grace like i love grace and that and because I've watched it, for, so all the scandals and the how to get away with mm -hmm. murders came after. So I've always, yeah, yeah. this was like 
it was groundbreaking like when she first started and you know all the different doctors and the positions that they had and um she's got another one called station 19 which you might enjoy as well and is they that also on disney plus that i mean I, I watch it on sky atlantic i think okay I'm but um she really tackles like current situations like what's happening right now and it's just it's she's brilliant. so talented it doesn't even make sense how yeah how talented that woman is but honestly mm. i don't know why i never started watching grays earlier i think i always just assumed that it was just something that my nan used to watch yeah <laughs> and it was just something that was always on telly and you know you just never pay attention to those things and yeah, yeah, 17 yeah. seasons later yeah honestly and you would think that they kind of run out of storylines but they manage a way Clearly to not to bring me in each season i'm like okay guys let's let's do it you've done it again done it again. i'm here but um it's honestly a brilliant series yeah for sure um and i i think i know where you're going to go with this last question mm-hmm. but where do you rank denzel in terms of greatest black actors denzel washington and viola davis for me are the most inspirational and groundbreaking black actors Mm. of all time Mm. in my opinion simply because of the longevity of their careers and the the, just where they've been able to reach and they're constantly outdoing themselves Mm. and i just feel like there's there's no one that will ever be able to outdo Denzel's and um, his discography at all there's no one that will ever be able to outdo that no one there's no one that can come up and say I'm an actor and say that I haven't looked at Denzel mm-hmm. as an inspiration or I haven't taken tips from watching him he's one of the greatest to ever do it mm. no one can even argue with that also you heard it here first Kyra putting him at number one so yeah she said what she said in it I yeah. said what I said <laughs> and I meant um, it and for those people who haven't watched equalizer if you were to direct them to youtube to watch one clip to entice them to watch equalizer what clip would it be and why to entice you you know what i would do where he went into the office to offer them the 9.8 um the 9800 um dollars to release her yes because i feel like that scene tells you everything that you need to know about his character tells you everything you need to know about what's coming next you know he's on crud you know what's coming <laughs> and i feel like that's just the perfect introductory scene mm. if yeah that's all you I need i couldn't agree with you more that's actually what i had as well although it kind of gives you the the plot twist so to say yeah um, i feel like it was such a sexy action sequence like oh. i was like this is a little bit too sexy for me and the way he was just taking out everyone the calculations the movement i was just like this is brilliant so i feel like if you don't want to watch the film after seeing that i don't i can't help you that's you know that's a problem that's a personal <laughs> problem that's a, that we that, can't fix yes you know exactly. there's no way that you can watch that mm. saying you have in this amount of seconds your heart's gonna stop yeah, yeah? you could have you could have walked away but you wanted ugh, what a, what a guy as well because it starts off really slow like it starts yeah. calm and yeah. just even a few things like he didn't go in there all guns blazing because that no. would have just taken away from suspense but he went exactly. in there calm he gave them an ultimatum like guys yep. you know this i can buy her her life mm-hmm. but they they laughed him out of town and um that's what made it worse they mocked him mm. 
and i like that line at the end when he was like who are you and he doesn't answer it he just and he kind of looks kind of um upset with himself like i didn't want to do this but you made me do this you forced my hand yeah and now i'm a madman and i'm gonna continue (laughs) now you made me do something i promised my wife i'll never do again you know they did it they forced his hand you didn't want to Mm. so i feel like that's the that's the perfect introductory scene for anyone that has not watched it yeah i'm so glad we're on the same page and we agree 100 percent Kyra, you have been an absolute gem. I love talking to you. It's like Thank talking you. to an old friend. Like just no, honestly, you know. this has been great. This so has been easy. fantastic. Your <laughs> skin is glowing, by the way. I think I'm gonna. I'll take that. Thank you. No, one hundred percent sweat. I feel like that's no, really... but you hydration is hydration. You know when someone has good skin, regardless, you can see it. Crazy amounts of water. Because yep, <laughs> you see, I can tell. I can tell. Thank you. You're so You're welcome. But thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you guys so much. No, thank you for even having me. It's been great. I've really enjoyed it.